Welcome to the Latika Vines Show, a work and life balance podcast for working moms who want to lead and grow in their careers. In this podcast, you will gain tips and inspiration to help you navigate and thrive as you balance and manage your life, marriage, career, and your faith. I am your host, Latika Vines, a working mom of four, a wife, and just like you, a career-driven working mom. It is my goal that myself and all empowering guests that join us will share and explore our life lessons and give you the immediate steps you can take to navigate and thrive in your career and life so you can build opportunities for your self-success. Subscribe to this podcast so you're notified of each episode that airs. Welcome to Latika Vine Show. Hey, working mom, welcome to another episode of the Latika Vines Show. I am excited, as I am every time we get together, to be with you as we are continuing this series of The Whole Working Mom. We have talked about so much so far, and I am just excited for us to be together to to talk about, to really get into this topic of we as a person, as a working mom, we often forget that being a career-driven woman, being a mom, being a wife, those are all roles that God has ordained for us to uh, be a part of, to have. And with that, he's also said, you have a job, like there is a purpose for you. And it's interesting because uh, quite recently, uh, our bishop has been on this series of taking care of business. And one of the things that he's really stressing is that God has ordained all of us to have a destiny. There's a destiny. There's a purpose for each of us on this earth. And with that, what are you doing with that purpose? Do you even know what the purpose is? And it really made me stop and reflect and say, okay, Latika, what are you doing? And as I reflect on the purpose that God has destined for me and the various roles that I have, am I aligned to God? And you might be asking, okay, what does that mean? What that means is we have to make sure, I have to make sure, you have to make sure that everything that we do, God is in the center of it. And what I so vividly can can hear God say to me and share with me is that I have to make him the focal point. I have to make him the focal point. And I have to be in his presence at all times. I have to make sure that I spend time with him, um, that he is my priority, that he's the one that informs my decisions. Like he is my focal point. And with that, 
I will understand that my life and my career, they're not separate. They are the same. They're, they're one and all. It's the same. And what I understand so clearly is that for so long, we have, me included, separated God from our career. I'm going to say that again. You and I have separated God from our career. And what I understand is that when we go about life, we go to church, we do the things, we are in ministry, we're serving others, we're telling people about the good news, we're inviting people to church or to other uh, functions, women's conferences and things like that. We're doing all the things. We're praying for people, we're laying hands on people, we're prophesying, we're doing all the things. And then when it comes to our career, we do not commune with God. We do not ask God, okay, God, is this the career that you destined for me? God, is this the right job? Like we're praying, God, give me a promotion. God, allow my job application to go through and I get interviewed for the job and I get it, right? We're doing all those things. But are we really making God the focal point? Like he has to be the one that informs our decisions in our career. And are we doing it? And I can tell you for a very long time that I was not doing it. I was just doing the things. I was taking positions. I was taking promotions. I was going to networking events. I was doing all the things and not saying that any of those things are bad. But what I didn't do is I did not involve God. I didn't say, God, okay, should I be going to this networking event? What is the goal of me going to this networking event, God? God, should I take this position? God, is this the career that you really want me to to be in? I did not have God as my focal point when it came to making decisions in my career. In fact, I began my Uh, training career, my corporate training career by accident. I lied to you not. I lied to you not. I was, uh, this was back in 2003 and uh, Microsoft Office uh, was just a couple years old at this particular time. And I remember so clearly that a lot of my colleagues did not know how to use Word and Excel and Outlook. Uh, I don't even remember if PowerPoint was out at this particular time, but I definitely remember Word was new because we were using MS-DOS and Excel was new um, and of course Outlook was new. I don't even know what we were doing for email before Microsoft, (laughs) but um, it was relatively new in 2003. And so 
I just, and mind you, this is at a time where the World Wide Web was still relatively new. It's just, you know, it's still relatively new. And I remember my colleagues like, how are we going to use this? I don't know how to use uh, Microsoft Word. I don't know how to use Excel. And I mean, there, there was complaints everywhere. And so I took it upon myself and said, okay, well, I'm a quick learner. So let me go ahead and learn how to use Word. And at this particular time in high school, we were like, um, I don't want to say we were the first class uh, graduating class, but we were one of the few first graduating classes to be introduced to Microsoft at this particular time. So I had some um, familiarity with Microsoft. And so I said, okay, let me go back into high school. What do we do in high school? And then in college, we didn't really use computers in college. Um, not everybody had a laptop. Again, we're talking about 20 years ago. Not everyone had a laptop. Uh, the I remember in college, you know, you go to the library and you had, you know, the, the actual CPUs there, but no one really had a laptop. And so I just, you know, said, hey, in my head, let me teach myself more, get more in depth. And so I got really good in Microsoft products. And so I went to the CEO at the time and I was like, hey, I can teach I can teach you organization. And I think at the organization at this particular time, we were probably 30 employees and we were a social services agency uh, in Maryland. So small organization, but big community service. And so they said, yeah, the CEO, I remember he said, go ahead. And I did it. And that is how I got into corporate training. And so I started with uh, Microsoft in training and I have been in the, you know, IT form of training since then um, and have included career and leadership and managerial training along with systems. And so that's how I got into it. And it's very, 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 very easy for me to learn a system and train. It's easy for me to, 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 to train it. That's just easy. And that's actually one of my spiritual gifts is teaching. Like it's easy for me, but that's actually how I fell into corporate training. Um, I always wanted to be in IT. Actually, when I was in high school, I wanted to, um, at that particular time, uh, help desk, you know, getting your A plus uh, in Microsoft certification was really, really big at that particular time. So that's something that I wanted to do. And when that didn't work out, I went into the business route, like everybody else did, getting their degrees in business. And so... That's how I got into IT systems training and corporate training. That's how I got into my career and it just evolved over the years. And so here we are 20 years later and I'm like, God, what is it that you want me to do? Is this my career vision? Honestly, 
is this my career vision? Is this something that you wanted me to do? Or is this something that I wanted to do because it became easy for me? I know that it's really easy for me to teach. I know teaching comes naturally. I witnessed my mother do it. Uh, my father uh, teaching, you know, he was a cop for almost 30 years. So he would teach. Um, my mother was an elementary school teacher, still is an elementary school teacher. So all it's around me. But what I realized was that is not the career vision that God has given me. God did not tell me that's the field that I want you to go into. And you know what? I never stopped to ask him, God, is this what you want me to do? Never. Is that where you are? Is that where you are where you're at a moment in life where it's like, okay, this is not working for me. This is not working for me. I am in a position that I'm not fulfilled in. I don't receive any joy being in this position. I actually don't like getting into this position, you know, getting up every morning to go to this position and leaving my family behind. Is that where you are? Maybe you're in a point of your life where uh, you are transitioning. You know, for many of us between the ages of 38 to 42, we're in a space where we are transitioning our lives, where the things that we used to like at 21, 27, 35, and 39, we no longer like anymore. The things that we used to do, we no longer do. Our interests have changed. We are in a season of transition. And is that where you are today? And if you are, have you been wondering, what do I do with the life that I've built? But I know that God has called me to something different, something greater, but something different. Well, if that's where you are, I'm so glad that we are here together because there's so many of us that are going through this season of transition right now. And it may feel like, God, I just wasted my last 20 years of life. And that's not the case. That's not the case. That is not the case. And I want to share this with you. Uh, John chapter 6, verse 12 from the NIV. And it says, when they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, nothing, let nothing be wasted. And again, that's John chapter 6, verse 12 in the NIV. And in this particular passage, Jesus is with um, his disciples and he's teaching. And there's thousands of people that come to um, be at his feet and listen to his teaching. And at this particular time, he's telling his disciples, we need to feed these people. Like I can only imagine, you know, how he's saying we need to feed these people. And the disciples are like, hey, we don't have anything, but, you know, a couple loaves of, of bread and, you know, a couple 
fish. And Jesus is like, okay, come on, let's do it. He blessed the food and he's able to feed 5,000 people. And then there was so much food that he was able to bring to the people that there was left over. They had something like 12 baskets full of food left over from the 5,000 that they've already fed. And Jesus said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. Let nothing be wasted. I want you to understand that everything that you have experienced in your career is not to be wasted. God has ordained your steps, right? Even though we may not have involved uh, him in our decision-making, he still ordained your steps. He still paved a way for you to be successful. He still paved a way because God is a God of love and he's a God of hope and he's a God of restoration. He's a God of revival. And so because of him being the loving heavenly father that he is, he made sure that your steps were ordained. Even if we did not involve him in the process of defining what it is that we're supposed to be doing in our career, right? Back to the whole purpose thing. We have a whole, you and I have a whole purpose that is destined over our lives. And even though we may not have been in that, God has always ordained our steps. So when it comes to the things that you have done, the experiences you've gained, the knowledge you have gained, the degrees that you have attained, that is not wasted. In fact, what God is doing right now in this transition season that you're in is he's saying, let's gather all of your pieces. He's gathering all of your pieces. So the the time, the time, the ideas, the innovation, the creativity, all the things that you did and you were a part of, God is telling you, I'm not going to let that be wasted. In fact, he's telling you to gather. So in this moment, I encourage you to gather all of those pieces. Take out your notes app, get a career journal, and write down all of the pieces, all of the things that you have done. You know, I I think about uh, for those of us who maybe gone out and gotten our project management professional certification, you had to literally in an Excel spreadsheet, write out all of the project management experience that you've had in order to even qualify to pay for the exam so that you can get your PMP and prayerfully you, you pass it the first time. And so... What's important for us to do is to gather all of these pieces and write them down. God is telling you to write it down. Write down the beginning, the middle, and where you are today. Gather the pieces. Gather the pieces. And what he wants you to do 
It's a trust. He's telling you to trust him in the next steps. Again, we're in the season of transition. And so in transition and change, you don't know what's next. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know what's next. I know God is working. He's working on my behalf and he's paving ways for me that only he can do. But what he's saying is gather the pieces. You know how we have to gather the, the, the our experience to update our resume, to revise our resume? God is saying you need to do the same thing, but for him. So what is it that you have done? Write it down. What have you experienced? What knowledge have you gained? What projects have you worked on? What innovations, um, you know, innovative ideas have you thought of? What inventions have you made? How much have you saved an organization? What resources were you able to bring aboard? Write all of these things. Gather the pieces. Gather the pieces. Gather the pieces and understand that those pieces are not to be wasted. They're not. They're not to be wasted. God is telling you to gather them and invite him. This is the time during your season of transition to invite him in to be the focal point of your life. Be the focal point of your life. And that includes your career. And what he's saying to you is that when you gather all the pieces and you have him as the focal point, that what he's going to do is align your steps. He's already he's already paved the way. He's already paved the way for you. He's already paved the way because you are where you are because of him. But he's saying, daughter, you ain't seen nothing yet. Nothing. You have not seen anything yet because eyes have not seen, ears have not heard all of what God is going to do for you. But he's telling you, daughter, now I want you to be in the presence of me. I want you to to understand that I and solely I can be the vocal point. And so I need you to be in my presence constantly. I need you to look for me wherever you are, wherever you go. God doesn't want us to separate our lives from our careers when it comes to when it comes to him, he wants, he wants to be involved in it all because how can God bless us as the whole working mom? If we only ask him to bless us at home, if we only ask us to heal him, heal us at home, he can't, he has to be with us, with the whole working mom. He cannot, we cannot live a life of separation. You know, the Bible tells us we cannot serve two masters. And let me tell you, when we do not have God as the focal point, as the focal point of our career and making informed decisions, what are we doing and what are we saying to him? We're saying, God, I got this. 
I, I, I got this God, but I, I need you. I need you to over here in my, in my life. I need you to fix my marriage. I need you to fix my children. Cause they're acting crazy. I need you to make sure that my mother's good. I need you to make sure my father is good. God, my relative is having some health challenges. So I need you to stop by their house and, and heal them. God said, okay, I'm there, but I also need to be in your career. Have you wondered why? you haven't gone further in your career? Have you wondered why you have been overlooked for promotion? Have you wondered why things just did not come easy to you? Have you wondered why you were skipped over for special projects and tasks? Have you wondered why your name has not been dropped in rooms? It's because you didn't ask God to go on your behalf. And I'm talking to myself here. There have been plenty of times that I didn't involve God in decisions and I just made decisions and I went through hell in some positions. I had the worst supervisors in the world. Let me tell you. I saw something in my physical eye and said, okay, God, I I can't be here to see all this unfold. So let me go take this position. It'll give me the the work-life balance and need. And really what it was is I can telework from home. And so I took the position. But every time that I showed up to do work and perform, my manager sat there and made me cry. My manager told me I was worthless. My manager told me I talk too much. My manager told me that I don't need to be hospitable to anyone. I come in and I do the work and I go home. I had the worst manager ever. The worst manager ever. She would sit there and tell me how I was not good at all. Tell me I was the worst program manager she's ever experienced in her life. I took a position because I said, God, in my natural eyes, I see that this organization is failing, it's going down. So I'm going to another organization where I know they're soaring. They have so many more people and I know I can get promoted and blah, 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 blah. And I did it. I used my natural eyes to say, okay, God, this is where I'm going. And I did it. And it didn't help at all because I just told God what I was doing. I didn't involve God in the decision. I didn't wait to hear him. I wasn't in the presence of God. And so while I was in this position, I went through straight hell. Okay. And let me tell you, I was also pregnant. I was pregnant. I went through straight hell in that position. And I'm going to tell you, from the time I had my 10-year-old to my 8-year-old to my 6-year-old, I probably was in four different organizations. When I was pregnant with my now 8-year-old, um, I found out I was pregnant, left that job, went to the next job. Again, didn't invite God. Stayed in that job for seven months because it was pure hell. The hatred, 
the hatred that I experienced. The name calling, the lying, the assassination of my character because I didn't involve God. Now God kept his hand on me. He paved the way. He allowed me to get out all of those situations. But let me tell you, I didn't have to go through those things. I didn't. And so now that you and I are in a season of transition, it's imperative for us to make sure that we involve God in every decision that we make. Even if that means that we have to be patient and we have to see through the eyes of God and not our natural eyes. Because faith is not what we see. It's the things that we hope for. It's not what we see. And so if we're saying, God, I believe you. God, I trust you. God, I love you. God, I'm giving you my all. It's important for us to see as God sees and say, okay, God, I'm going to be patient and I'm going to wait for you. But it includes us being in the presence of God. We have to be in the presence. So I want to encourage you. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Everything that you have done in your career thus far, gather the pieces because God is saying, let nothing be wasted. None of what you've done is wasted. All of it is to set you up for miracles, for signs, for wonders, for promotion, for the next level. But it involves you reconnecting with God and saying, okay, God, I'm going to have you as my focal point in God. Because you are my focal point, I'm going to trust you to make these informed decisions for me and that I'm not going to see through my natural eyes, but I'm going to have faith in you. I'm going to trust you and I'm going to believe you that you're going to make everything all right. And he will. He will. Remember what God has for you is for this appointed time. There's a reason you are going through a season of transition right now in your career and in your life. And it's because God is saying, daughter, I need you to focus on me. I need you to reconnect with me. Daughter, I need you to be with me. And so I want to encourage you to join me for the 12 days of Christmas. The 12 days of Christmas starts December 25th through January 6th. And during this time, uh, it will be time of preparation. It will be time of rededication and it will be time of renewal for you to have that epiphany of what God is calling you to do. During this time, you will receive email communication from me every single day of ways for you to um, reconnect with God, to prepare yourself for the career vision that God has for you to take in 2024.
we're not done yet but for a real quick second i just want to say i love you so much i am so honored that you are here um, and you continue to show up every single uh, new episode that we launch in the latika vine show i am so grateful to you for being a listener, for being a follower, for sharing this podcast with those that you know. I am forever grateful to you. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Now, let's get back to the show. So I encourage you to go ahead click the link in the show notes so that you can learn more about this amazing opportunity for you to hear from God, for you to learn what it is that he is calling you to do in your career, for you to make sure that you can combine both your life and career and give it to him. Give it to him. Let him gather the pieces and put it together. Let him do it all. Let God take that weight off your shoulders. You don't need to do that. Let God do it. That's that's why he is our heavenly father. He says that he is going to be your strength when you are weak. So allow him to do that. Allow him to do that. Remember, God is going to gather all the pieces, all of your pieces, and let nothing be wasted. And in order for him to do that, you have to give it all to him. And during these 12 days of Christmas, that's exactly what we're going to do. Another thing that we're going to do outside of spending time with God and really having this time of rededication and renewal is that epiphany, that epiphany of what God wants for you to do. And we're going to dig into Proverbs chapter 31 verses 11 to 31. So for four days, we're actually going to be studying those scriptures to really understand what is God calling me to do? Because, you know, for so many of us, we know what Proverbs chapter 31 is. We can recite it like the Pledge of Allegiance, for real, honestly. But there's so much more to it. And in this particular time, I want us to really study it and ask God to reveal what it is that he wants for uh, for you to do personally. What is it that he's calling you to do? Because we already know in that particular um, passage, there was a lot that that mother did, that wife did. There was a lot. And maybe you feel like You have a lot going on, but it's not until you involve God as the focal point, as your focus, that you understand it's not a lot. God just wants me to be in alignment. And that's what we're going to discover. So I hope that you'll be able to join us December 25th through January 6th for the 12 days of Christmas Make the Vision Plain Challenge. Uh, You will receive email communication from me every single day for those 12 days. Uh, We will have our prayer call on December 30th. So please make sure that you join us for prayer on December 30th at 7.30 p.m. If you have not signed up, please go ahead and do that 
uh, soon. Uh, December 30th will be here before we know it. Um, but that will be our end of the year prayer where we're going to pray uh, for um, God to uh, do what he does in 2024. I believe that next year we're going to be where there's going to be heightened uh, creativity, creativeness, uh, heightened innova innovation, um, heightened self-care. Um, God is just going to take us to a new height in 2024. And so we're all going to pray uh, for that. Uh, we're going to take prayer requests and pray over them. Um, but I think it's so important for us to come together as a sisterhood and pray. So please make sure that you join us on December 30th for prayer. I will leave the link in the show notes so that you can um, join us. And don't forget to join us for the 12 days of Christmas. Make the vision plain challenge starting December 25th all the way to January 6th. And there is no time constraint with this 12 days of Christmas challenge. Uh, you have all day to um, do it. Uh, the email communication will have the instructions on what to do. We will have some pop-up videos for you. I'm really excited about about it. And if you are on Facebook, please make sure that you join our Facebook group so that you can be a part of it. Um, because I'll be doing some uh, lives. I'll be going live in the Facebook group during the 12 days as well um, so that you can get a little bit more out of this 12 days of Christmas. So I'm looking forward to it and I hope that you'll be able to join us. Um, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Remember, gather the pieces because they are not wasted. See things in God's eyes, not yours. God's got you. God wants more for you. He's destined so much for you. But now is the time that he's saying, daughter, go do as I am telling you to do. Stop trying to take control. Stop doing it your way. It's time to release and let him take control. I love you. I love you so much. And I am looking forward to spending the 12 days, December 25th through January 6th with you. Take care. And until next time, have a good one. Hey, Working Mom. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope, I pray that this episode was such a blessing to you. Please bless us by rating this episode and sharing how it's helped you to manage, to balance your marriage, your life, your career, and your faith. Thank you so much for joining us on The Latika Vine Show. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. God bless you.